0: Readings that the Church gives us today, as getting ready for next week, the feast of Christ the King, the end of the liturgical year. And so many times, the readings that are chosen are reflected of getting ready for the final coming of Christ, the end of time, the eschaton they call it, when Christ returns and asks us this question: What has my life been about? What have I done with my gifts, my talents? I'd like to focus tonight's readings. Especially upon the gift of talents, on talents as relationships, relationships of people in our lives. Those are worth such a fortune, a treasure, that are able to grow and flourish in our lives. And some relationships where we've done absolutely nothing but buried them in the ground, and sometimes even let them rot. I'd like to tell you three stories where people took this talent of a relationship, they made it bloom. And also what happens when sometimes we miss the opportunity of taking the gift of those even around us, taking them for granted. As we remember the lives of those people who have died this past year, we need to not take anyone for granted. and really ask the Lord to help us to appreciate them and to let the gift, the talent, the treasure of these persons flourish in our hearts and our world around us. First story is based very strongly on the, that first reading of this amazing wife in the story of Proverbs. This woman who was the ideal person of married to her husband. I'd like to tell you a story about Dean and Beth Waterman. Amazing couple. When I was first ordained a priest, And I was assigned to the Parish of American Martyrs in Manhattan Beach. When Sr. John Berry is the pastor there still. This is some 28 years ago. After about a month and a half in the parish, it was in August, Beth and Dean, who had just been married about a month and a half beforehand, before I arrived in the parish, Dean, who loved to surf at Hermosa Beach, was surfing. As he was surfing, he lost his balance. And again, they'd been only married for about six weeks. And he had an accident and broke his neck and was paralyzed from the neck down. I was a baby priest, six weeks. Monsignor Barry turned to me and said, Dave, I'd like you to work with this couple. Newly married. They're in the hospital now down in Torrance i like you to talk with them. Dean is Jewish and Beth is Catholic. I work with their family that's suffering right now in this reality of a marriage six weeks old and the husband has just been paralyzed from the neck down. So I, I met with them, went to the hospital and every few days I'd go over and talk with, with Dean. His parents, amazing, amazing couple, Jewish uh, couple, really were encouraging him and slowly we talked about meaning and purpose and what was all this about and Beth during this whole time was right at the side of her new husband day in day out we prayed and we prayed and months passed by and after a long discussion dean decided that he wanted to be baptized And enter into the Catholic Church. His parents were there and his parents were supportive. I felt very, very close to the couple. And so, there in the hospital, we had the baptism. In a special way, it was very, very moving. Over the upcoming years, I would stay in contact with them. They would move. And Beth would be this amazing person who made sure that she would work so Dean had this special car that he would be able to drive hard to believe as it was. He did. And slowly he was involved in all these different activities and Beth was right there beside through thick and thin this relationship of caring and loving took a talent of this amazing, amazing gift of love and turned it into gold. Fourteen years later I was working in a parish in the inner city Ascension Parish, over in South Central Los Angeles, Watts. And I got a call. It was from Beth. And she said, Father Dave, Dean has passed away. Can you do the funeral for us? It's a Beth, of course. And when we gathered together, remembering the stories remembering the ups and downs. This relationship had become a treasure of existence, not only for Dean and Beth and their parents and their families, but everyone who came in contact with them. Their whole lives became blessed. That first reading is to me an example of this amazing, amazing wife. Through thick and thin love. Amazing. And Dean's love for his wife. Because there was times that he would just turn to Beth and say, will you please leave, just leave. Don't live like this. She said, no, no, no. There's something much more here, Dean, you and me. Showing an amazing, amazing love. of faithfulness, of relationship. Of a talent that's taken and blooms. And everyone becomes blessed in it. Fantastic. Look at the relationships in your life today. Where are the ones that you have invested time and tears that have become gold to you, that just shine with the brilliance that show you the purpose of life and not only give you the gift of love, but open your heart to be generous to others. Say a prayer of gratitude for those 10 talents that have become 100, a 1,000 a talents, like a Dean and Beth Waterman. Amazing how they bless and they shine upon us and they show us the core calling of God to take what has been given us, not just in things, but the gift of our relationships and let them glow with the love and presence of Christ. The Lord calls us to this, to not bury these amazing gifts or overlook them. Overlooking, second story. One of my dearest friends now is Dan bertico We were in high school together, so it's been about 45 years now (laughs) dating myself. Dan was student body president, and I was involved in just some of the student government activities, a club commissioner. We were involved in activities, and we did all kinds of different things in school. And when high school was finished in 1978, we basically, after those four years being together, we went our own ways. And that gift of a friendship, some 30, 35 years ago, Just seemed to dissolve. We didn't stay in contact. Didn't appreciate a gift that was there already. About 30 years later, 30 years later, I was doing studies up in Berkeley with the Jesuits. And Dan had found out that I was there, and he gave a call and said, Let's get together after 30 years. And what began as something that seemed to have fallen apart slowly grew up again and reestablished itself as a friendship. And that's been for the last 12 years. Beautiful, beautiful. Each week I have a chance to talk to my friend Dan. We share ideas and thoughts and jokes and encouragement, ups and downs and tears. Talk about our families and our hopes, our dreams of the parish, and especially share about our relationship with Christ something that we didn't even do during high school. What started off seemed to be not even one talent or maybe two talents. Over time, it seemed to have been forgotten about, almost buried. And yet God brought a fresh refreshment into it and made it bloom. Are there relationships right now that the Lord might be calling you to say, take some time to reach out to, to appreciate To restore that connection, that bond before. To affirm this caring and love that used to be. That's not gone. But the Lord wishes to grow in a new way. Pray about that. The third story. There's sometimes that in our relationships, not every relationship can grow. It might dissolve just naturally. We go our own different ways. There are some relationships that are very, very important. And something happens. A trauma, event, a difficulty, a challenge. And we set it aside. We hang on to a misunderstanding or a resentment. Or we get so proud we're not going to reach out and say, I'm sorry. And we can let that go on for years. Almost like taking that talent of that treasure and burying it. Why? Because we were afraid or we were too proud. We wouldn't take that initial step to see and try to uh, water that relationship again. We're invited to look at those areas that seem to be now so small or buried and do something with in a new way and not wait until the last moment. The Lord calls us to even take in those smaller areas and say, how can I take this and maybe bring healing or reconciliation or... The growth and presence of Christ there. Last story. My brother Rick and I, when we were growing up, oh, did we fight. But as we left the teen years, we became very, very close. And Rick was always the one who would say, Dave, I want to spend more time with you. And I would say, okay, okay. But it was always simply too busy. Dave, I want to spend more time with you. More time with you. Come on, we could tell stories. We could watch the games, the football games, whatever it might be on TV. I want to spend time with you. He took the time. 2010. In September 27th, I called him for his birthday, and he told me I could still remember how proud he was of me. I was just getting ready to go to Rome to do and teach there at uh, the Gregorian University, and he says we've got to get together beforehand before you head on off. Three weeks later, Rick, who always rode his motorcycle, was in an accident and was killed on Cuenca Boulevard here in Los Angeles. We can wait and wait and wait and not take the time for the relationships that are before us. And we can miss that opportunity that the Lord gives of a treasure right in front of us But you know the Lord is even gentle even in those times that we didn't take the time. Because through the gift of what we call in our tradition the community of saints we're not separated from those that we love. Our prayers can help them and they can help us. Over the last 10 years through that prayer and that gift of dreams and other ways I have been come so much closer to my brother Rick, what we call the community of saints. So that even if there was a point in our past that we think it's too late now, the person is gone, or the relationship has reached a point that we can't do anything about, remember that call of the community of saints that crosses every kind of boundary because of the love of Christ and pulls us together across time and periods and new ways it fills with a great sense of this relationship that I thought was only a talent or almost not there and makes it bloom. I'm looking forward to heaven. I'll see my brother there and say, Sorry, I didn't spend more time, but let's spend eternity now. For all of you who have lost dear ones, loved ones over this past year, it is not an end. In this gift of our tradition of the community of saints, those that we love are still connected in Christ to us. We can help them in our prayer. And at a certain point, they can help us too. On the journey to heaven in that eternal banquet where we will celebrate the gift of all these relationships, the gift of these treasures in our life, that some that we appreciate, but sometimes we overlooked. And this God takes all of this and weaves it together in the celebration of so much gold, so much gold, Joy, so much generous gift of God's love for relationships. This day, let's say a prayer in thanksgiving of those that we have appreciated, those we need to deepen a relationship with, and those who have already crossed the other side and are praying for us and we're praying for them. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen.